You are now listening to the Charity Church Podcast. Well, hello, and thank you so much for tuning into this week's edition of the Purse. <laughs> See, easy to say, right? The Post Sermon Podcast. And today I have a special guest with me, a guy by the name of Warren G. Warren, welcome to your first ever podcast. Thank you. It's good to be here, and I hope it's good to be here. (laughs) I do too. Well, I've only, uh, this is only my second podcast, so uh, I'm much more experienced than you are. Yeah. So, uh, as you can probably tell by Warren's um, southern accent. That's right. He ain't from around these here parts. And so, Warren, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, I am from South Africa, born and raised uh, South African. My wife as well, Lynette, born and raised South African. We've been in America for the past nine years now, uh, serving at a church up in New York State and moved down to North Carolina July 2020. Came down here to be with a lot of your close friends, right? Close. Very close friends. And uh, Warren is also on staff with J-Life. Tell us a little bit about what you do for J-Life. Sure, yeah. J-Life uh, stands for Jesus' Life, and it's an organization that trains and equips uh, pastors, church leaders, youth pastors all across Africa. And Lynette and I serve by raising resources to help our 24 country leaders. Very good. And Charity has supported J-Life for Yes. Wow, I don't even know how many years. It's probably been... 2011. Okay, so that's 11 years. 11 years, yeah. that's yeah. a long time. Got a great partnership with them. That's where we do all of our work in Tanzania is with J-Life uh, Tanzania. So yeah. thanks for being on today. And oh, the purpose good. of today's podcast is we just kind of review Sunday's message. And uh, this is not a time for you to critique the message. Oh. It is a time for us to kind of flesh it out into real life for those of those who tune in and listen, and uh, so I hope you didn't sleep through the sermon on Sunday. Okay, so he probably <laughs> did sleep through the sermon no, on Sunday. I, I think it's a good uh, good starting point just to give a shout out to uh, Tom Dolinger for yeah. a great dad joke. Great. Yeah, that was a good one. That was, was a, that, that actually got a chuckle out of me. It, it did. It, it was did. good. Yeah. And you and but, Lynette couldn't control your laughter. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, so you, luckily, we were far at the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you didn't hear the joke, you'll have to go back and listen to the, uh, or watch on the YouTube channel or on charity.church and the watch tab so you can watch the opening there. But last week, the message, uh, we just were continuing our series that we've been going through on traveling light, getting rid of the things that burden you down. We've talked about anxiety. We talked about anger. And this past Sunday, uh, we talked about um, a new thing, and that is putting your past in your past. And I think that most of us probably have something in our past that can weigh us down, that Satan just keeps reminding us of, our own conscience keeps reminding us of, and uh, I don't know if you're like that or not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It can get stuck in your head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it'll, uh, it, it's a burden that we that we carry. And so uh, three points, just in a re- quick review. We talked about, do you remember them? Yes. Okay, what was the, what was the first one, Warren? Look back. A look back and appreciate. That's right. Appreciate. And then we were looking at the story, uh, the prophet Isaiah was talking to Israel and telling them, or Judah specifically, but. Look back and appreciate 
what God has brought you out of, the exile or the, uh, the exodus out of Egypt. But after that, number two was... Look forward. Look ahead. Look ahead and anticipate. Anticipate. Boy, I'm glad this is not like a test that you're going to fail or pass. But Ooh. it was look ahead and anticipate. Ooh. I've got the notes in front of me. That's why I've got a little advantage uh, over you. And so he was telling the, the Israelites... That, yeah, that's, that was a great exodus out of Egypt, but the exile out of Babylon that was going to come in about 100 years or so mm. is going to even be greater. And so he was telling them, look ahead and anticipate. And the final point, let's see if you can get this one. Evaluate. Look within and evaluate. And that's kind of where I want us to kind of hone in just a little bit today because I think this is the hard work. Yeah. This is the hard work. But I, yeah. I think with evaluation— there's probably also can be some mm. anticipation. Right. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think uh, it, just a shout out. I think the whole series has been good. I think uh, the series has been practical and, and uh, a lot of things to apply. But uh, the challenge for me, uh, and I don't know if this is just me or if this is guys or if this is people, but don't often just stop and evaluate things. Uh don't even necessarily stop and look back. Uh, you just accept that that was my past. And often that's, uh, Lynette always reminds me, I look back at my past and I look at ADHDDHDAD. I, I have a little bit of a problem with uh, staying engaged now mm. and then. And uh, I, I could say that that's who I am, or I could look back and actually evaluate and, and not let that define me. Yeah. Um, so I think I often, the, the message was just a reminder again, I often don't stop and evaluate. Yeah. And I think that all of us are kind of probably that way to some degree or another. Mm. Uh, it, it, it takes effort to evaluate. Right. And I think it takes a lot of honesty to evaluate, right? right? And, and you touched on that. You touched on uh, the responsibility as well. Yeah. And, and we all have a responsibility. And I think that's what, um, you know, Isaiah he was telling them things that they they were avoiding. They were avoiding the things that, um, you know, some of the things from the from the passage there in Isaiah forty three. He was saying, "You didn't call upon me. Mm-hmm. Um, you you uh, you've been weary. He's but you have been weary of me. You have not brought me your sheep for burnt offerings or honored mm-hmm. me with your sacrifice. I've not burdened you with the offering or wearied you with frankincense. You have not." Uh, bought me sweet cane with money or satisfied me with the fat of your sacrifice, but you've burdened me with your sins. You've wearied me with your iniquities. And, and so, you know, the prophecy there was you need to, you need to look and see how have you prioritized God in your life and in your past? Sure. Yeah. And, and, and on that, you also touched on when we look back, evaluate and, and, take responsibility there's some things there's some things that i need to go that you know i was wrong and own that mm-hmm. um but there's also when we when we look back evaluate it, we realize that in some of the past mistakes i wasn't responsible for some things right and i don't need to own that and mm-hmm. i don't need to carry that that was me um when we look back and we see what was i responsible for and you go i wasn't responsible for most of that it also frees you of yeah. carrying that past hurt. Yeah, because there, there are there are sins committed against us sure. that are not our fault. 
Sure. But somehow, sometimes we do carry that, that burden of that. Sure. And as we get into the New Testament, um, you know, Paul wrote about this on many occasions. Uh, one passage in particular that has come to my mind is uh, Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 to 14, when Paul said, brothers, who Paul had some past to evaluate, right? Right. I mean, what was he known for? Uh, uh, killing Christians. <laughs> exactly. He was <laughs> a major persecutor of the church. And he says, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to see what lies ahead. Mm. And so there was. Can, now, can you totally forget the past? I think you can. I, I, don't, I don't think you can totally forget it. No. But I think you could uh, uh, better understand the emotions that you've attached to them mm-hmm. uh, and, and live with better emotions towards the, yeah. the past. Um, yeah. So you're saying don't, don't, you, you can't forget it as in wiping your mind clean, but you forget it as in I'm not going to be held back. Right. And one of the things that, that I had said on Sunday is the, path is the past is a rudder to guide you, right? not an anchor to weigh you down. Right. And, uh, and I think that's what Paul's saying. He's got a, you know, a past that, that guides you. Right. But then he said, but I press on. Right. I press on. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Which touches on the point you made that you cannot go back and change your past. Yeah. But you can change that you don't repeat your past. Whew, and strong. And that's you might want to say that again. Can oh, you remember yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't go back and change your past, but you can make changes that you don't repeat your past. Mm. And I think we see that a lot in Scripture, a mistake being repeated, repeated, repeated. Oh, yeah. And um, we've got to break that cycle. Yeah. And it's easy to repeat those until, you know, maybe you get caught. Somebody calls you out on it. Right. And sometimes it takes a moment like that to, to wake you up and to, to help you move past that. Right. And, uh, Which also goes back to the evaluate. If you evaluate, uh, there's there's also you you would see it in your ministry, but there's also often sins that are passed down from family members to yeah. the next generation to the next. And when we evaluate, you often see that the sin you've been struggling with or the mistake you've been making in the past, mm-hmm. you go, wait a minute, my parents struggled with that same thing, yeah. a- and wait a minute, my grandparents did. And so when you evaluate your past, you can also see links to your family's past. Oh, yeah. That is so true. And, and those who attend charity have heard me say many times that, um, you know, I have a strong conviction against alcohol and any use of alcohol. I'm a, I'm a teetotaler. I don't participate in any level of it. And I have a very strong conviction about that. Right. And the reason is, is because of my family's past. Right. Uh, my dad broke, um, if you want to call it a generational curse or generational addiction or whatever, right. from his father, yeah. who was a severe alcoholic. And uh, as much as I love my grandfather and appreciate the times that I got to spend with him and some of the fun things that we did fishing together and I'd go spend the weekend with them, that part of his life is etched in my mind. Right. Things that I saw from him, uh, things that my dad saw from him uh, growing up, and my dad had to take on a lot of responsibility. So in that, taking that and going, you know what, there must be some inward level of potential alcoholism addiction 
in our bloodline. Sure. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But you know what I'm not going to do? Play with it. I'm not going to take a chance on it. Right. I'm not going to take a chance on it. And thank God I've never drank alcohol in my life. And I've passed that on to my son, who also has a very strong conviction against it as well. And so, yeah, I think you look back and evaluate things like that. Right. Which is great to see that your dad did that. Yeah. And and, and recognized it and said, I don't want this. Yeah. Uh, and and shared that with you. Yeah. I don't want this for me, but I don't want it for you. Um, and that that's in other things as well. I, I mean, um, finances. Oh, you, yeah. You'll often see a, a wealthy family passes on wealth to, you know, mm-hmm. and you see a family struggling, the next generation struggles and all that. And, and there's, but I, I, again, I think it's because we don't sit down, evaluate and actually go, what is going on here? What are the mistakes I'm repeating? Um, and and I'm I'm just talking. You were talking about past, not necessarily just sins, but but mistakes that we make over and over again. And they might not be blatantly bad, like finances, right? You know, growing up when my kid or when my kids were growing up, I was a Dave Ramsey, listened to him all the time, and they heard the podcast in the cars. We're making long road trips, and they're like, "Dad, do we have to listen to Dave Ramsey again?" But you know what? I think he's got a podcast. He's got a, yeah, he's, and he's got some experience. <laughs> right. And, but you know, to this day, all of my kids, all three of them, have extremely good financial practices. Yeah. They know how to budget yeah. and habits. Yep. And good financial habits. Yeah. So it's a, it's a positive thing that, that can be passed on as well. Right. Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, I, I was uh, thinking about your dad as well. And um, I, I, recently read a book called uh, Winning the War on Your Mind by Pastor Craig Rochelle. And uh, he he will highlight different things like that from our past. And in this book, he looks at Romans 12, uh, verse 1 and 2, and talks about the renewing of our minds. Mm. And uh, he, he'll talk about actually going through our past and looking at, he, he shares an example of he's sitting on the porch with his grandmother who lived through the Great Depression here in North America. And um, she said to him, you've got to save because one day it's going to happen to you. Hmm. And it influenced how he saw money until one day he took out his his daughter for uh, dinner. And uh, he said, you can order anything. It's uh, your birthday. And um, she she started crying. And she was like, he was, what's wrong? And she said, I cannot order what I really want because it's too expensive. And I know you won't like that. And he suddenly realized how his past was influencing all his decisions today. And he looks at Romans 12 verse 1 and 2 and actually looks at renewing your mind. Is sometimes we need to look back, evaluate, and actually pinpoint what the problem was and, and not let that define us as our new identity. Hmm. But we then look at Scripture and replace it with the truth. God is good. God will always provide. God's got my back, which changed how he saw money from there on. But... Uh, Sunday highlights the looking at your problems, looking at your past, owning your responsibility, evaluating, and and then I would assume with the going forward is making the necessary changes. Yeah. And sometimes we've owned a a, a past hurt, and we've let that define ourselves as our identity. And sometimes we need to go back and look at scripture and actually replace what we've defined ourselves with with what scripture actually says about ourselves that's good that's good and, and the whole time you're talking about that i was i was remembering a time that uh, my mom used to take every one of us out for our birthday okay. and 
I went to a seafood restaurant with her when I forget how old I was turning, but she told me the same thing. She told me, order whatever you want off the menu. And I didn't cry. You know what I did? I ordered all you could eat shrimp. I I love shrimp. It's a good order. And let me tell you, I ate my weight in shrimp. All right. They about had to roll me out of there. So I didn't have the same reaction that Craig's daughter had. Right. I, <laughs> right. I, and to this day, my mom still talks about that meal. I don't know what it cost her. You cashed um, in. I did. I didn't have that opportunity very often, but I yeah. did that day, and I uh, I used it to my advantage. All right. Yeah. And uh, and so another another verse that, that came to my mind, uh, you, you were referencing Romans chapter 12, but I was thinking of Ephesians chapter 2. As well, verse 10, Paul wrote this, for we are his, talking about God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus Mm. for the purpose of what? Good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And I think the reason we don't realize our future is Mm. what you were talking about, is we're too anchored to our past. Mm. And we get labeled by whatever that might have been. And so we're not, we don't look like God's workmanship created to good works because we keep focusing on the rearview mirror right. and how we've defined ourselves or how someone else has defined us um, or how the enemy continuously reminds us of that. And so we get we focused on that rather than renewing our mind, mm. taking on that new identity. Yeah. And realize, okay, how does God use my past in order for me to be his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works? Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Lynette will often remind me there's also where it, it, it speaks about deciding your, deciding your mind what you're going to give. Mm. Well, is it your mind or your heart? Well, Deci- she's in here. What is, de- what is he in, in the heart? In the in heart. Your heart. Yeah. Decide for yourselves in your heart what you're going to give. And uh, often we, we d- in the evaluation, <clears throat> sorry. That's okay. In the evaluation, we also don't actually, we look at all of that, but we don't sit down and uh, evaluate our good works, what you're touching mm-hmm. on right now. Like uh, often we focused on ourselves. Um, and when we focus on others, it also helps us with our past. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And you, you think about Jesus and his process of disciple making, uh, you know, and he, he called, he, he called men from some pretty shady past. Right. I mean, I'm not sure there was one more shady than probably Matthew in my mind. Matthew was, you know, he was the tax collector. He was the guy that no one liked except Jesus liked him. Right. And he called him. Come, come and see, come and follow me. And uh, where did they go immediately after he called him from the tax collector booth? Went to Matthew's house, right? Right. And he called all of his friends over. Jesus was reclining with them, so there's some level of comfort with them. But he called Matthew to a future that he would have never realized in the tax collector booth. Mm. And through that disciple-making process, you know, Matthew had to, walk away from the past. I'm sure when he walked around, there were people that go, hey, that's the right, the tax collector guy, <laughs> you know, and uh, and they would like to label him that way. But, um, but yeah, so I think that it's moving forward and thinking about 
renewing our mind, as you mm. said, uh, realizing we are created unto good works mm. in Christ Jesus. Mm. So any other thoughts? Uh, I mean, that that's motivation enough to go back and evaluate and, yeah. and deal with things in our past so that we can do even better works. Exactly. You know, exactly. Uh, to and make pass those available. On. Yeah. Pass those on to whether it's someone you're discipling or whether it's your children that you're discipling, and you pass those things on. Hmm. Hey, listen, Warren, thanks so much for being on today. Thank you. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the, the conversation. Oh, it's been good. And you sound like a pro on your very first ever podcast. Thank you. <laughs> you're very welcome. Hey, coming up this week at Charity, we are going to move into part number four. This will be the last um, set, uh, message in this series, and we're going to be looking at the confession of of sin and what that means for us. I hope that it's very freeing for so many people that are burdened down with sin that is unconfessed, that they're hanging on to, or maybe it's something in your past that's defined you that you've never really confessed. We're going to be looking at uh, Psalm 51, David's Confession. And so we hope you'll join us on Sunday. Warren, thanks again. I'm sorry. You did ask if there was one more thing. And as you were closing out, I I was just reminded— the one point we often miss is when you're going through this is just remembering God's grace. Mm. Uh, sometimes we we have a a hard past and we think we're bad, mm. um, but God's grace is enough and God's grace is there to get you through it and God's grace wants you to get through it. So I didn't mention that, just want to drop it in. That's great. That's great. Hey, thanks again for listening today and we will be back again next week, Lord willing. <laughs>